Introduction In the spring of 1944, a boy who we'll call J.P. was born to immigrant parents in a rough neighborhood in the heart of Los Angeles. Before J.P. was two years old, his parents divorced, his mother struggled financially, and by the time he was nine years old, J.P. was out on the streets looking for a way to help his mom make ends meet. Newspapers, flower pots, Christmas cards, you name it, he most likely tried to sell it. When his mother could no longer take care of J.P. and his brother, the boys were placed in a foster home. As a teenager with no parental guidance, J.P. fell into the wrong crowd, joined a local gang, and struggled to pass his classes as a student at John Marshall High School in Los Angeles. One day in 11th grade, J.P.'s high school teacher caught him and his friend Michelle goofing off and passing notes in class and proceeded to make them both stand up in front of the room while he proclaimed, See these two? Don't hang around them because they're not going to amount to anything. They'll absolutely never make it in any business. J.P. may have not realized it at the time, but moments like that are what start to create our life habits. Successful ones, but also bad ones that can hold us back from our full potential. J.P. could have said to himself, I'll never amount to anything, but he said, the hell with that guy. I'll prove him wrong. J.P. developed his first success habit on one of his very first jobs. He said, I worked all my life, starting from nine years old. I had things like paper routes at 11 years old that I continued throughout high school. I even worked for a while at the local dry cleaner, sweeping floors and doing odd jobs for an owner that was so tight with money that he squeaked when he walked. I was working as hard as I possibly could for a mere $1.25 per hour. Then one day after school, he called me over and said, Last night I looked behind the cabinets and there was no dust. Then I picked up a rug, no dust. You clean this place as if I'm watching you every minute. I said, you hired me to clean and my job is to do the best I can. He was so pleased he gave me a raise to $1.50 an hour. For him to do that, it was like I won an Academy Award. And to be honest, I learned an important lesson from this period of my life. Successful people whether they're working for someone else or working for themselves, do whatever they do to the best of their ability, as if the boss is watching them every minute of every day. I learned that in everything you do, always do your best. Some may believe that this makes you a foolish yes-man. I believe that doing your best is just one of many success habits you should develop. The benefits are numerous, varied, and significant. In this instance, his habit helped J.P. complete a mundane task in the present and complete it well and led him to tasks in the future that he loved. Before continuing with J.P.'s story, I'd like to tell you a little about success habits and how this book will help you make them your own. I'm going to show you a path and process that will allow you to adopt success habits so they stick. You don't have to flip your world upside down or try to force new habits overnight that disrupt your life and cause you to go back where you started. Rather, you can make barely noticeable, small shifts in your daily routines by nudging out those things that don't serve you and replacing them with habits that create a path to wealth and abundance. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, an executive, an investor, an employee, or a young person just starting your first job. The habits, principles, recipes, and exercises in the coming chapters will give you a competitive edge, catapulting you to that next level. So while this book's main focus is on financial success, the methods I'll share can also propel you to new levels of fulfillment in other areas of your life, including family, parenting, friendships, relationships, 
spirituality, health, physical fitness, love, passion, intimacy, and more. No matter what anyone has told you in the past, you are entitled to and can possess fulfillment, joy, and abundance in all areas of your life. I'll help you develop these habits through a variety of methods. I'll share amazing stories of hugely successful people I know and how they learned and applied the behaviors and routines that allowed them to become high achievers and earners. I'll provide exercises for you to develop and practice new habits, and I'll offer some stories from my own life that I hope will inspire and instruct. More about all this a bit later. Now let's return to our friend, who when we last saw him was sweeping floors with great effort and skill. JP proceeded to graduate high school, but didn't go to college. Instead, he joined the U.S. Navy and served two years on the aircraft carrier USS Hornet. After the Navy, J.P. held various low-paying jobs, including working as a janitor, at a gas station, and as an insurance salesman. He worked briefly for Redken Laboratories, but was fired after a disagreement with his boss. He even took a job as a low-paid door-to-door encyclopedia salesman. Looking back on that time, J.P. says he learned another important lifelong success habit. I would knock on 50 doors, and all 50 would be closed in my face. So I had to learn how to be just as enthusiastic on door number 51 or 151 as I was on the first door. He learned to overcome rejection, communicate with people by listening to them, and how to persuade others to take action. Even though this was not his dream job, he didn't realize at the time he was building some of the key success habits that would allow him to achieve breakthroughs later in his life. At the time, though, they helped him persevere. The average door-to-door encyclopedia salesman at that time, working for straight commission, lasted only three days, while J.P. lasted three and a half years. Despite his work ethic, J.P. still became homeless as a young adult. When I was homeless for the first time, it was in my early 20s. My wife just couldn't handle being a mother anymore, so she left our two-and-a-half-year-old son in my arms and took off with all the money we had. I soon learned that we hadn't paid rent for the last three months, So with no money and being three months past due on rent, we were evicted. I was in between jobs, so my son and I were out on the streets with no money coming in and attempting to live in the old car I owned at the time. I remember saying to my son, we're going to make this together. I went around to vacant lots and picked up Coke bottles and 7-Up bottles because in those days you got two cents for a little one and five cents for a big one. When you're broke and you can't pay the bills, Those are some of the most difficult times as a man and as a father. But what I learned was that when you're really down and out and you're at the very bottom, all you can do is look up. As difficult as J.P.'s circumstances were, he possessed an advantage that many others in much better circumstances lack. He had a vision for his life. He was determined to start his own company, and after selling encyclopedias door-to-door for those three years, he knew he didn't want to work for someone else and that he could make it on his own. But there was a major obstacle. J.P. only had $700 to his name. Everyone told him he couldn't start his company because he needed more money, more schooling, more experience, more smarts, a different economy, and countless other things that he lacked. Sound familiar? Well, after listening to all that advice, he did what most successful people do. He listened first and foremost to himself and started the company anyway. J.P. developed a success habit of believing in himself and ignoring the naysayers. That was extremely difficult for me. I mean, how do you start a company, balance your bills, not get paid, and still go out door-to-door selling your products every day? It was extremely difficult. 
We should have gone bankrupt every single day for the first two years of the company. But two years later, we were finally able to pay our bills on time. Not only just pay them on time, but pay them off. I remember saying, hey, we've made it. We've got $2,000 left over. We made it. We're successful. Eventually, JP was able to use his persuasion and communication skills to grow his company by leaps and bounds. JP even took his listening skills to the next level and developed a key habit of being able to read his customers on the deepest level. I think what I'm really skilled at is having the ability to listen. And not just listen, but listen to everything people are saying instead of thinking about what I'm going to say next. That took a while, but I think I eventually got pretty good at that. Through persistence and developing positive success habits, listening to understand, having vision, always doing his best no matter what, ignoring the naysayers, and staying positive in the face of rejection, JP built his company into an international success. Perhaps you've heard the old saying, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. JP is living proof of this adage. He started with nothing and rose to one of the wealthiest people in the world. In 2015, Forbes magazine listed him as number 234 on the Forbes 400 list of richest Americans with a net worth of $2.8 billion. JP's full name is John Paul DeJoria. He's the founder of the Paul Mitchell line of hair products, Patron Tequila, and a dozen other successful businesses. DeJoria often advises young entrepreneurs to develop positive habits, believe in their gut instincts, and take risks. He says, you can't just let other people get you down. I mean, what the heck do they know? I was told, no, you can never enter the beauty industry dozens of times. Everyone would tell me that there's too much competition and that I have no money. I was even laughed at when I started Patron. People said, tequila at $37 per bottle? Are you kidding? I can buy tequila for four bucks. So go with your own gut feeling and always do something good for someone else. Though I love all of the John Paul DeJoria story, I relish that early admonition of his high school teacher who told John Paul and his friend Michelle Gilliam they'd never amount to anything. Well, to say that they proved this teacher wrong is a gross understatement. John Paul is a billionaire who's changing lives all over the world, and Michelle Gilliam is better known today as Michelle Phillips, a founding member of the 1960s folk rock band The Mamas and Papas, which sold 40 million records. Michelle tracked down that teacher for John Paul's 50th birthday, and when the teacher learned of the success of his two former students, all he could say was, Well, shit. Success habits will put you on a different path. You know, hearing a story like John Paul's can be inspirational. It could be that Rocky story, or that Rudy story, or the story of the underdog who climbs his way up and makes it happen. But as inspirational as John Paul's story is, in a way, it could also make you second-guess your own abilities. You might think, I'm not what John Paul is. I can't do what he did. Maybe I don't have the energy he does, or the nerve he does. If this is your thought, then realize that at this moment, it doesn't matter where you've come from. It only matters where you are and where you want to go. But you've got to make the commitment to go there. You could be doing a thousand other things other than listening to this book. In many cases, you could be doing busy work that dulls your senses and makes you carry on that status quo life that is less than you deserve. Humans are busier now than they've ever been in the history of time. I love technology, but with all the advancements to make our lives easier, it's really just allowed us to go faster. Let's face it, what it has really done is made everyone flat out busier. 
with text messages and emails buzzing in our pockets, our constant availability for phone calls, and hot new apps and social media on our phones, we are more distracted, more unfocused, and more enmeshed in sweating the small stuff than ever before. And this leads to many of us feeling like we're sprinting every day, but really not getting anywhere. Well, what if I told you it's true? You are going faster than ever before, but you may be on a treadmill and not a ladder. Fast is only good when you have the right path. Otherwise, all you do is get lost quicker. When you have the right success habits, you get to go fast in the right direction because you know the destination in advance. I promise to share these habits in a way that will allow you to digest them and use them with ease. It will soon become apparent how you can quiet all the other noises in your life and expose the clear path to your next level. Like John Paul, you'll see a growing number of small shifts you can make now that will have a massive impact down the road. When I was in special reading in 7th grade, I was mocked by my own teacher, Miss Thompson, just as John Paul was. She told me I was stupid regularly because, unbeknownst to me, I had dyslexia and had trouble wrapping my mind around reading and spelling basics. I just couldn't figure it out. But there it is, of course, a silver lining to those struggles, and even a silver lining to Miss Thompson's misguided motivation. In fact, there were a lot of silver linings that came from that situation, but one specifically that will benefit you as a listener. My unique ability emerged from not being able to read and comprehend like other kids. Because of this handicap, I became a visual and audible learner who knows how to create easy-to-follow recipes for success. And following are some recipes that are much faster than trying to figure something out from scratch or through trial and error. Recipes save time. Having the right recipes can get you success quickly. If you wanted to recreate for your friends and family the tongue-tantalizing taste of the spaghetti and meatballs from your favorite Italian restaurant, there are many ways to go about it. You could go to Italy and study Italian cooking for months. You could go to the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York, and study for years to get a degree in Italian cooking. You could try recipe after recipe searching for the secret sauce. Or maybe you could wait until a Sunday when the chef worked a 12-hour shift, and as you see him walking wearily to his car, approach him and say, Hi, chef. I love your spaghetti and meatballs. I'm not in your business, and I'll never be a competitor. I just want to make your spaghetti and meatballs for my family. And truthfully, I don't want to waste your time. Could I give you $100 and you give me the recipe? You can then go home and make the spaghetti and meatballs that taste just as incredible as the chef makes them. And you can do it that very same day because now you have the recipe. This book will give you a different type of recipe. That's what I do. Create recipes that get people the results they want faster. There are probably a million options that exist to help people achieve success. You've probably read personal development books or maybe even gone to a motivational or inspirational life event. But for some reason, maybe it didn't stick at the level you wanted it to. That's why you're listening to this book. And I don't take that lightly. Not in the slightest. Here's my promise to you. I have recipes to help you make tiny shifts in your habits that can make you unrecognizable to yourself down the road. We only need tiny shifts in our millionaire success habits today to be completely different in the near future and for years to come. When I decided to write this book, I reflected back on my own life for the past 25 years and figured out the habits and shifts I've made that put me where I am today. And that's what you will get through this book. Small Shifts Yield Big Results 
This book isn't just based on my personal journey to success. It's filled with universal principles that don't just work for me, they'll work for anyone. I went on a quest to discover the shifts and the habits used by billionaires, top athletes, business leaders, and some of the world's thought leaders, people whom I knew through my work. Many of these individuals started at the bottom in much harder times than we can imagine today. And when I extracted their strategies and viewed them within the context of my own personal strategies, I identified the tiny shifts that have made the difference in our lives and will make the biggest impact in your life. That's what this book has, and that's what this book is going to deliver. It's going to show you how to replace old habits with new ones that will help you make the leap to the next level of success. I'm grateful you picked up this book and have come even this far. Please don't stop now. Most people buy a book because of the title and let it sit on a shelf, hoping that by some magical power that the knowledge and action steps will transfer into their brain. I know that you're busy and that it takes time and will to listen to a book, but I urge you to make the time and apply the will to keep listening. I promise I will do everything in my power to keep it compelling and exciting, but also to deliver the tactical strategies to take away habits that are not currently serving you and replace them with success habits that can grow your life wealth, and joy exponentially. Believe me, I know you may feel like there's no extra time for you to implement these habits into your life. I know you're not sitting around listening to this book right now with five extra hours in your day. But as you'll see through this book, it's more like removing a battery and putting in a new one. I've already shared this, but it's worth repeating. You don't have to add time to learn new habits. You just have to replace old habits. To do so, you need to recognize the counterproductive routines you've fallen into. Once you acknowledge them, you will see how realistic it is to be able to switch them out. There are a million different paths to success, but with all those options, I have learned that the fastest way to success involves one option above all others. When success habits become your new routine, you can change your life dramatically. You've picked up this book for a reason. Maybe you're a baby boomer, who has been in a job for 30 or 40 years because it was a responsible thing to do, and it's finally time to reinvent yourself. Maybe years ago someone told you, stop being a dreamer and do what's right, do what's secure and safe. And what you are doing has dampened your enthusiasm for work and life, especially when you know you were meant for so much more. Or maybe the world has made you insecure and you're staying in a job that has you living day after day just hoping something will change. Maybe you have your own business and it's not doing so great, or it's time to take it to the next level. Or maybe your back is against the wall and money is tight so you need a new path. It really doesn't matter who you are or what your situation is. Whether you're a college student unsure if the world still has the opportunities that your parents had, or you're somebody ready to tap into your full potential and start something new, this book can help you take control of your life. It's time to stop being the thermometer of life and start being the thermostat. Stop hoping a break will magically come. You can create your own break and do it so much faster than you could ever imagine. But before we get into the how of it, I want to share with you the why now.